Tata. The Boom Juice crew met with a young woman named Hugh. They helped her chase some knowledge-seeking spirit foxes to the Republic City Spirit Portal, where Kaida managed to intimidate some triads, blocking their path into backing down. The team landed in an ancient grove, where Mei chose to take the help from her spirit guide, Suki of the Kyoshi Warriors. With her help, they managed to find their way to Sokuten, a man battling a dragon that spewed lightning. Yuka quickly began assembling a lightning rod with parts from inventions. A stray bolt came for her, but not before her devoted sister and guardian Naya could put up a wall of ice, blocking the plasma's path. Freed from his battle with the dragon, a grateful Sokuten offers to guide our heroes to the library of Wan Shi Tong. But before he can, Hyun reveals her true intentions to steal the instrument, a decision Master Tenzin had forbidden. Now standing before the library, will Hyun keep her promise not to steal? Will our heroes be able to find the instrument they seek? Or will the library once more be buried by he who knows 10,000 things? The carved wooden doors each a rich tapestry depicting the known history of woodworking tower above you. The creaking emanating from the unused entranceway sounds like a whale bat calling across the open seas. It has been centuries since anyone entered this way. A crisp, clean scent like that of freshly shaved wood and lightly tanned leather wafts from inside. The floor where you enter is a grand mosaic depicting the master of this library, Wan Shi Tong. You now have a chance to search through the greatest archive of knowledge, history, and learning ever created. There are countless wonders inside, ancient tomes and scrolls, impressive learning mechanisms and tools, cultural art from deep history, and more. To get to any of it though, one must contend with the spirit before you, he who knows 10,000 things. And you are now, as you enter, face to face with a giant ancient spirit bird that swoops down, his long wings caped and cloaked out in front of him, and he lands before you as you enter his library. Good evening. Say anything, but I'm going to, I'm just going to bow like in his presence as like a respectful his owl-like head, which can move completely around and almost completely back, barely nudges to nod in return. I nudge you, can I just speak? Okay, so I bow as well and go, I assume you're the master of this library, Washington? I am he who knows 10,000 things. It is a pleasure to meet you. These are my friends, and then I motion to them and I go, my name is Yukine Nepal. And what are you doing in this library? Considering after the spirit portal opened and airbending became a reality as well, again, I would like to look into some of the tomes on perhaps some knowledge of my people. And the rest of you? We are here to help him. Moral support. Assist him in his finding. His presence grows even larger. Even though he can interact with you in a physical form, he is an ancient spirit, and his being is as great in size as he wishes it to be. As he grows, he unfurls for a second and shakes out massive wings before placing them down back at his side. You can see some knowledge seekers scurrying past, including one that you had noticed in the city, and goes, 
you seek knowledge from Wan Shi Tong's library? Yes, it is the best place to get knowledge, or at least that's the rumor. All of you, this is your wish to take knowledge from this library, just knowledge. I mean, I feel like even take is a long word, it's just study and reading. I can take notes, so. You may enter under one condition. Each of you must donate one piece of new information to the library. My donation is the best cart stand that I know of, a very mighty juice that goes to help funding to protect the spirit world. I take off my baseball cap and I go, this is the mighty boom juice. And I present the hat. Uh, I'm just going to say, can I describe the hat? Yes, please do. Okay, so the hat has the logo of the blue dragonfly bunny spirit holding a moon peach with a neon yellow straw that resembles the spirit portal. And then the back of the hat says, it's 24-7 boom juice time. I love that. He will take the hat. He passes a large wing over the hat and it disappears. And he waves you in, Yukine. So I walk past, and then I just turn around waiting for my friends. I'm going to submit to him my blueprints for my steam-powered bird. I said, I can make an owl model, too, if you like. He looks it over, and he says, I would like that very much. And the blueprints disappear. And he waves you along, and you may enter the library. And the rest of you... What have you brought, Wan Shi Tong? I think Naya produces the ice shield that she created to protect her sister. And she says, this is the mightiest thing I can think of. A new waterbending technique? Very good against lightning, protecting your loved ones. He summons a knowledge seeker who brings you over a scroll and a quill so you can draw the forms of how to accomplish it. I'm going to have you ask you a question, which is, are you very good at art and drawing and things like that? I would say, like, she probably had to study. She probably has helped you go with design work and whatnot. So she was like, my sister's into this, so I feel like I should know the basics of drawing. I'm going to say that you probably can do it, but you're pushing your luck a little. It's not the thing you're best at. So why don't you roll to push your luck to see how well you produce this scroll that you're going to hand him. Is it going to be stick figures or? Yeah. <laughs> so roll and add your passion. Oh. <laughs> Four. Um, what's your passion? That, that's, I rolled a two and a one plus one. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, would anyone like to, uh, to do anything to help her? I will, but I'll be kind of bitter about it because it's engaging with waterbending forms, which I stopped learning when I was younger, but I'll help her. I'll do the drawing. You do the waterbending stuff. I'll pose. Does her one stand, two stands. Oh. <laughs> it's only three stands that, that works for well, this technique. All right, perfect. I will say that you are able to do this, but for helping Yuka, it's kind of exhausting having to do this. 
So I'm going to say that you market fatigue and you also, I'm going to push you one towards tradition because you have to engage with your tradition to do this. Afterwards, he sees the scroll and uh, he goes, I will make sure to put this in a very special place where everyone can see it. And then he hides it under his feathers. Um, and guys, and it lets you both go back to cross. And now we are left with two. I am in great awe of the spirit. And unfortunately, I'm also very nervous. So I normally wouldn't present a great spirit with something like this. But off the top of my head, I take the fruit and what I have in my bag. And I have my little my little bamboo blender that I use It's uh, with, with a blade. And I put some cabbage and some cherries in there. And I fire bend it so that it twirls and gets some juice out. And Great spirit, I have for you one of Boom Juice's newest items. It's cabbage punch, and it's not going to knock you off your feet or anything, though it is a little smelly, but it gives you great courage to do, remind you to do good in the world. And I just present him with my juice. He sort of rotates his head all the way upside down to get a better whiff and closer to this concoction that you've made. He goes, it will, thank God spirits don't have to eat, and then takes it with him and allows you to pass. Thank you, Grace. And our last one, May. So I think back to my last encounter with the spirit Suki, and I remember what she said about remembering where I come from and not trying to stray too far from my path. So... I take my Kiyoshi sword and I offer it to him, believing that due to Kiyoshi Island being very isolated, he doesn't have a lot from our history. So with only my metal fan at my waist, I hand him my sword. What is this? This is a sword from a group of female warriors called the Kiyoshi Warriors. I am Wan Shitong, he who knows 10,000 things. I know of the Kiyoshi Warriors. Kiyoshi Warriors use fans. The fan is part of my culture. I can't just give that up. He will accept the sword, but you are again going into your role. So I don't remember how many you had taken before. I think just one. There's one. He's going to push you two more towards that because you are confessing to an ancient and powerful spirit your loyalty to your people. And he takes the sword from you, leaving only the fan. And he says, as you pass, you are allowed freely, without restriction, to move through the library. Me and my knowledge seekers will be watching you carefully, though. May we ask for assistance on finding specific areas, if you could lead us to the airbending? I can. If you wish to seek information about it, you need to ask a specific question. So first, I have to ask you some, and then you'll get to ask me one. My first question is, do you have any notion of where this might be in the library. Any idea about how it might be organized? Any clue at all where it might already be? I would assume that it would be somewhere by airbending artifacts or airbending in general that we could get more information. So UKA believes the library is broken down by culture. Yeah, section of bending, I would assume. Do the rest of you agree? 
I think that it would be organized by like the culture or the region. And then underneath that, the subheadings would be the different eras throughout history. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for the rest of all of your answers as this is kind of an intention question. I would have to agree with Yuka. I think I would also agree with Yuka. Yeah, I, I feel like I would think everything would be like in historical order. I think if we're going to a history section, like just history, but we're looking for specifically like airbending techniques. So I think that would just be under like air nation airbending. I'm going to allow one of you to seek information from the library. I'm going to have one of you roll for it. So now that you're in the door and you're allowed to move throughout the library, I'm going to allow one of you. And based on what you just answered to me and a couple other little factors along your adventure, I'm going to give you just a minus one to your roll. And that's actually relatively good because you could have gotten it up to a minus four uh, on making this harder. So you're only going to have a minus one to your roll of attempting to sort of seek this information in the library based on where you think it might be. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Because assessing the situation, right? Yep. Okay. You want to assess the situation first? No, I thought that that's what the role was. Yeah, you can do that. You, you can ask me a question. Uh, if you want to assess the situation, you can ask me a question. The role that will eventually have to be done is basically just how well you look through the library, how well you seek information. Okay, I'll, I'll try that in the interest of time. So yeah, I will just approach one of the foxes and I'll ask the fox if they like pets. Do the foxes like pets? They do. Okay, I will give the fox a little pet. And I'll be like, hey, we're looking for information about airbending. Can you please take us to the section for Air Nation airbending? The fox sort of acknowledges uh, you with like a, just a twitch of an ear and starts running off downstairs, through corridors, between aisles, through aisles, and they randomly take you to an area with a bunch of historical information on airbending. Now you can roll to see how well you find information about what you're looking for among the rows and rows of stacks, scrolls, and tomes. Okay, well, I'm going to encourage the team to divide and conquer, and let's see how we do. A 10. On, On a 10, you are able to find it, but this takes you a while. So you're in Wan Shi Tong's library for some time at this point. You've been searching, all of you working together, splitting up, going in different places, breaking down, trying to find this information for Hume. And of course, keeping an eye to make sure she's not pocketing anything after you've heard her intentions. Good thing that Kaida brought boom juice then. Right. So I'll have everyone mark one fatigue for how long you've been in the library looking. You've been looking for so long, though. Wan Shitong is getting suspicious. He doesn't like how long you've been staying here. And he has some questions for you. He asks you, why are you so desperate to find this information? Well, it's like if you, for the first time in your life, found out that you were a spirit, you would want to know as much as you could, correct? I have always been a spirit. Well, that's my point. It's something that's a part of you. And just like me, airbending is now a part of me. It's something that I wish to explore completely. Your nose is a part of you. It doesn't need exploration. Depending on what I smell. 
could smell many different smells. Please do not explore your nose while within the grounds of the library. Will do. <laughs> he offers to ask one question in order to hurry your passage out of the library. I mean, we found what we were looking for though, right? Hewn's artifact? We found information on it. Okay, well, I mean, I could ask if there's just blueprints, so that way I can make a copy. You find out that it is most literally an instrument. It is a long pike made of bison bone that was used as an instrument to train ancient airbenders on how to hold and extend their breath for long periods of time, producing a single note. Uh, and each one was carved in such a way to produce different notes and they would hold them a single note for hours at a time to gain total mastery over their lungs and breath and their air around them. And you do see an image of it and you do know what it's made of, but it isn't a technical drawing and you're not sure you could reproduce it. Okay, so I guess I would speak up and I would say, well, great Wanshitan, I would just, if you would be so kind, like to find this instrument that's of my people. I would like to take a closer look at it in person. And I just hold up the book with the picture. With a flare, Wan Tong takes the book from your hand and it disappears beneath his massive set of wings. And he looks around and summons to his side one of those blue spirit foxes, one of which he says, my friend here will guide you to what you are looking for. Be quick. And the spirit fox starts guiding you down a series of bridges and overpasses and underpasses and through stacks filled to the brims with scrolls and in between corridors that have back rooms that lead to more corridors that you couldn't possibly imagine. And there would be no way to find this place completely without a spirit guide to help you. There are rooms that aren't so much secrets as they are secrets from secrets. They involve the spirit fox going into a room and waiting for the room itself to rotate, only for you all to come out the other side, going through the same entrance you came in on. Eventually, you make it to a large room that is filled to the brim with instruments from all cultures, all time periods, some of them made of wood and string, some of them made of bone and brass. And among them is perhaps the thing you are looking for. During this time, you can wander around the room, looking at the instruments and searching for what you came here for. Your companion, Hewn, immediately starts scouring, looking for in the instrument, looking for amongst all of the objects that look like they're made of any kind of bone or ivory. Okay, let's be very careful because I don't think I need to tell anybody we don't want to break anything. And I think I'm going to take a look around and just, let's see, I'm going to, I guess, assess the situation to see if I can find something. It's going to be a nine. Okay. So ask your question of me. Within that room, are they organized by size or are they organized by tribe or nationality? Uh, within the room, they seem to be organized by what they're made of. So I would follow Hewn and look toward the bone and ivory instruments. Um, Kaida is just going to say, just be careful. I don't know that we should even touch anything if you find it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna make sure to stay close to Hune, because after the last conversation we had with her, she might just get very hands-on with the instrument, so I'm just gonna stick as close as I can to make sure if she does go to grab it, I can stop her. As you're doing this, your spirit guide that brought you to this room is investigating your animal companion and looking at them and dodging up and under them, just trying to get a look at an observation of what this massive creature inside the library is and what it's doing. And as you all begin to look, it occurs to you that Hume isn't being as careful as you are all asking her to be. Uh, okay, so I guess I will plead with her to be a bit more careful. I'm going to use the uh, diplomatic skill. Plead with an NPC for help and roll a 10 plus. And I rolled a 9. What do you actually tell her? So I'm just going to say, hey, I know we're all excited here. Just a little bit slower. We're getting really close to knocking a couple things down. The airbenders have waited this long. They could wait a couple more minutes. Well, maybe if you would get in here and I'd have a second pair of hands, I could start passing things off to you that aren't what I'm looking for. Okay, if that'll make you feel better. So then I will go and help as much as I can. Okay. As you do, she starts going through what looks like rows of bone instruments stacked up against the wall and carefully like placed back or tied back to it so that they wouldn't fall. And she starts ripping them off and piling them in your arms and ripping another one off and piling them in arms and looking for a specific one or specific something that she is here searching for. And among them, Yuka, who's also there looking in the same area, you notice one looks exactly like the one in the book that she piles in Yukine's arms. I think that one's it right there, Yukine. Just kind of look at the pile of stuff in my arms and go, which one? I walk over, I'll pick one carefully off the top. Put it down. The second one, put it down. And this one right here. And uh, I look at the image for reference. I hold it up and I feel like it's an exact match. The rest of you, if you take a look at the book, you'll see that it also looks like an exact match for what you were looking for. But Hune is still looking. I have a move called Suspicious Mind. When you watch a person carefully to figure them out, roll with focus. Could I do that to try to figure out? what exactly is going on here. Go ahead. Seven. Okay. So on a seven to nine, hold one. Spend your hold one for one to ask their, it's player, but NPC, I guess, will work. While you observe or interact with them, they must answer honestly. What do you really want right now? She stops for just a moment to like place the one that she was looking out back on the wall and with a deep breath in and a huff wind shoots in every direction around her sort of pushing you all back just slightly and shaking all of the brass instruments hum and sing at the sound of her or her wind filling the air and flying through them the string instruments reverb and can be heard sounding through the hallways the music Really, a terrible crashing noise comes from around you of all of these instruments played in a very disturbing tune from her gust of air. And she tells you, I'm looking 
for the one instrument that belongs to the most powerful airbender that ever lived. And until I get it, I'm not leaving this library. So she lied twice. You're not looking for the horn then? I am looking for the horn. I told you the truth. But there's one that's special. And that's the one I want. And what makes that one so special? They say that long ago, Avatar Gume used that particular horn to blow the central air temple straight off the shelf of the wall and sunk it into the sea. And what could you possibly need that for? Easy. I'm going to use the power from that horn to destroy all of Republic City. That city should belong to the airbenders, and I'm going to fix that. The airbenders have the support of Republic City. Why would you end Republic City? Our four temples are used as refugee camps, and we have one school on an island, and two of those nations stood by for hundreds of years while we were part of a genocide. How can you not want to see these people punished for what they did? And then she looks at you, Yukine, and says, don't you understand? This is what helping our people looks like. Our people strive for peace and harmony and tranquility. This is none of that. And what did that get us? This is real change. This is what it takes to make sure that we are never victims again. And she looks at Kaiden and goes, you understand, right? Something has to be done so this never happens again. You're trying to fight past violence with more violence? Is that what you're trying to do? Just one time. Only just one once. time. Then it never stops. It's a cycle. It'll just keep going. She reaches her hand to the wall and says, well, if you're not going to help me, take this out of here. And she pulls the horn and places it right between her lips and says, then at least you can help me learn how to use this. And she gets ready to blow her horn in the room. All right, I think I'm going to assume that we have no choice. I don't think we can talk Hewn down anymore. You, you can try, you are more than welcome to try. You've successfully, uh, behind the curtain, uh, you've successfully talked your way out of combat before in this game, so. I'm gonna say that Yuka is going to take a step back and maybe behind Naya <laughs> and hide behind her like a little bit, but get ready for, for what's about to come their way. And I do um, rely on your skills and training. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. What do you want to do with that? As a Kiyoshi warrior, I feel like I would have some really good disarming techniques. So can I try and knock the horn from her hands? That's an encounter move. So you can do that as soon as we enter combat. Oh, okay. if, if nobody has anything else, they want to like talk her. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can use though out of combat, the trick ability to like trick an NPC and maybe trick yourself into like getting closer to her or getting, you know, trick her to think you're on her side or something like that, that you might be able or intimidating her that may, you might be able to get her to give it up or trick her into giving it to you or getting too close. So you could try one of those out of combat things, but we are yet to get into an exchange where you can actually wrestle something away from her. I guess I'll just plead one more time. I mean, there's, there's nothing more we could do. If she decides to do it after that, she decides to do it. So I'm just going to use the uh, 
plead again. Oh, I, I rolled really bad. I rolled a five. So I don't think no matter what I say, it's going to work. She pleads with you. You can please, you're a good person and a strong airbender. Just help me in this. And she says, please, you have to understand, like, this is our only chance to establish a nation that won't be destroyed again in 100 years. And so she's trying to pull you towards supporting her. So that would be deny a call out? Right. That would be denying a call out. I got a five. <laughs> Hi. So they hit. So uh, you you uh, would mark uh, mark fatigue. And on a 10, if you had gotten it, you would have been able to shift them instead. Unfortunately, they are able to hit you. So you have to take a fatigue. But also, if you don't want to take a fatigue here, you can just give in and join her. Not take mm. the bait. Mm, I, don't, I don't know about that. Mass, mass killings. Uh, not, really, not really my thing. <laughs> can Kaida say, Yukine, don't even think about it. You can. That's actually guiding and comforting. So you can actually roll to guide and comfort, and you can help shift Yukine's balance the other way as well. 10, 12, but I do have like a minus fatigue and a troubled. Specifically in troubled, Specifically in Troubled is a minus two. Yeah, so you would be at a 10, right? Because you rolled a 12. Right. So you still hit. So you need to now appeal to Yukine using that principle of leadership that's opposed to him supporting her. And so say something to Yukine that appeals to him as a leader. Yukine, you've helped get us here and we were on the same page. We can't use violence to obliterate past trauma that this isn't going to work you're an airbender and and you know the principles and you know that we they strive for peace and, and harmony and this goes against all of that so due to her comforting you you just barely managed to avoid uh shifting your balance towards support and joining our enemy with that unless anybody has any last moments we'll enter our exchange can i act like i was tricked and do join her. You can roll to trick an NPC. Go ahead, roll with creativity. All right, with creativity, that's a 12. So you get to pick two of the list of trick. Uh, alternatively, you can just tell me like what your general goal is, but it will have any two of those effects. Okay, so I'm just gonna speak out loud and be like, you're right. They have taken advantage of us for way too long. It's time that they get what's coming to them. So I'm just going to kind of turn around and start walking towards her and get to the side of her. Okay. You join her at the side. And as DM, I'll say you are given the opportunity to be within arm's reach of the horn. I think what I'm going to do is just try to like put my hand out in front of the base like mouthpiece of the horn, just trying to like cover the horn so she can't use it. And then I'm going to put myself in front of it. Ooh, and with that, we'll begin our exchange. So remember that defend and maneuver always goes first, advance attack always goes second, and evade and maneuver always goes third. You can use your basic abilities, and if you roll well, you may be able to use some of the abilities from your sheet as well. So defend and maneuver, you both go at the same time. So either one of you, either Kaida or Naya, you can go first and you can roll. So with Defend and Maneuver, you're rolling with focus. So roll your focus die. And then depending on how well you can do 
uh, you may be able will choose what options you have because you may be able to unlock options from your sheet depending on the success of your role. So please, both of you roll now. I got an 11. An 11, you get to choose two moves or you get to choose one regular move and one move from your sheet. I'm going to use the guardian special move, divert, and then retaliate because if I use them together it does cool stuff if you could for everyone tell us what your first move that you're going to do does okay divert is step into the way of blows intended for allies when any ally within reach suffers a blow this ex this exchange you can suffer it for them if you also use retaliate this exchange deal an additional one fatigue each time Retaliate is steal yourself for their blows each time a foe inflicts fatigue, a condition, or shifts your balance in this exchange. Inflict one fatigue on that foe. Please remember that when we get to the advanced and attack stage. Okay. So next is Kaida. Okay, I am going. So I, I did defend the So I got um, 11 as well, but I have minus one focus. So still 10. a 10. So you still get to choose. Okay, so I choose something from the defended maneuver, correct? That's what I'm. Yep, something from the defended maneuver. One. You can also choose stuff from your sheet because uh, you rolled uh, exceptionally well. Um, so I have can't knock me down, which means when you are engaged in combat with a superior opposition and openly refuse to back down or flee, roll with harmony for the rest of the battle whenever you defend and maneuver. Perfect. And then I just can't use seize a position oh, for the rest of the fight. Okay. I guess. Mm. Pretty good against an airbender. Okay. And then I am going to retaliate as well. Is that okay to use the, the same? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to steal myself, just kind of get into like a defensive mode. And can I put myself in a position where I make sure you can aze okay? Like kind of like stealing myself, kind of want to protect myself, but also him. That's what, to... that's what Nye is doing. So oh, Nye, okay, Nye okay. is going to be doing that. Okay, her. gotcha. So. All right. So now keep both of those in mind, both Kaida and Nye, while we move to May. So Mayo, May, roll for us and tell us how that goes. I got a six minus one passion, so a four. Okay. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so on a miss... You stumble, but you can shift your balance away from center to use a basic technique anyway. So you're on the edge already, Meg. So this is a pivotal moment in the, your character's story. So you can shift your balance and go over that threshold into role and really commit yourself as a Kiyoshi warrior here uh, and have a character moment where your character fundamentally submits and says something to your fellow compatriots, to our enemy, and changes as a person, and get a hit regardless in this moment. Or you can alternatively take a fatigue and be continue to be worn down. That's your choice as a player. I started this game with the story that May came into the Earth Kingdom City to reinvent herself. To not abandon the Kiyoshi warrior ways, but to find a new path. So I think I will take that fatigue 
And then do I still attack or is that the end of my turn? Here's what I'm going to have you do. I'm going to have you take the fatigue, although you don't get to attack here. I believe that you still have an animal companion who can attack for you. I kind of motion to Umi and she walks behind uh, Hyun, kind of blocking her from exiting and just caging her in. Okay, so we'll say that she used the seize a position action during defending maneuver, and now she's established an advantageous position behind her, and Hyun now has the trapped condition, uh, which means she has to mark three conditions or take fatigue. And because of that, she will feel foolish and angry and she'll take one fatigue. So she has one fatigue and she looks visibly on her face even angrier than before. Absolutely furious. Her focus and anger is directed directly at Yume. With that, she'll be taking her turn. So she rolls a four. And despite her pluses, not great for me in my dramatic moment of having the villain sack you. So I'm going to give this one to Yukine, who's standing right in front of her. And I'm going to say that Yukine, she winds up to blow into the horn. What do you do? Shift her balance around so she blows backwards or away from us. You sort of move, I guess, a combination of her or the object you're touching, the horn slightly. And she misses completely her big blast of wind through it. And I think with that, we have to move to evade and observe with our two players, Yuka and Yukine. Okay, I was going to, well, let me roll her first. That is a, what is plus two? So that is a six. Uh, That's a miss. So on a miss, you either are going to take a fatigue or she requests of you as you're sitting there in combat and says, don't you see? Yuka, this is a chance for real progress for my people, for real change in a city. Don't you want that? Imagine the world will build with this, with this knowledge, with this, with this information. Imagine what world will come out of having a fully established air nation. And she tries to pull you towards progress. I believe in progress, but I also believe in progress with the right direction, which is why I don't support all those coal ships that they're building. And I certainly don't support blowing Republic City into the ocean. With that, you will take a fatigue. Tell us how you rolled. So I did roll a 10. And since it's with Harmony, it's plus two. Okay. So I got a 12 and I'm just going to do an airbending clap right in her face, trying to stun her and get her a bit off balance. So you do an airbending clap. It reverberates up all the way through the horn and it smacks her in the face and she's momentarily stunned by the blast of air traveling up through uh, the ancient instrument. So what's going to be happening is that she will be missing the next round of action, of being able to fully attack. If she rolls really well and she gets two hits, she'll be able to use one of them but she won't be able to use a practice technique and she won't be able to use a second ability. If she gets anything less, she won't be able to go at all. So with that, we are at the end of the first round of exchange. 
And at the beginning of our second round of exchange, due to the great noise that was heard in this library, we see busting through uh, the doors of this room where the instruments are stored, Wang Shitong. His hair on his head begins to stand into two furious horns. His wings are fully out and he's standing with his claws perched, ready to attack. I'll say, see, shh, I told you that we had to be quiet. It wasn't my fault. The, the, the fox, the fox saw everything. He, he could vouch for us. <laughs> we will start uh, with either Naya or May. That is a 10. So with a 10, you get to choose two. This round you can do either one practice move or two basic moves. Okay, I think I'm going to seize a position okay. and retaliate. I think with Yukine throwing Hune off balance, I think she's gonna move in closer to try to get her further off balance. So she is going to mark another fatigue to try and like be agile and sort of keep her eyes on all of you at the same time and avoid becoming completely surrounded or defenseless. Next is May. I rolled a nine plus focus is one a 10. So 10, so you get to choose one practiced one or two basics. Can I use, use their momentum? Sure, please describe it for everyone else who can't see that one. When you are engaged with a large or powerful foe, mark fatigue to advance and attack with focus instead of passion. If you do become prepared and may also choose to retaliate as if it were an advance and attack technique. Okay, so you're prepared. So you're going to take a plus one to any appropriate role or avoid marking any conditions that occur. Are you advancing towards to Hyun or towards Wan Chi Tong? I'm going to advance towards Hyun and see if I can't grab that one. You are able to grab. So tell us what exactly you do. I take out my giant golden metal fan and I flip it around and it swings across her face and I knock the horn from her hands and grab it and move back towards Naya's side. Okay. So what's going to happen? She's going to take another fatigue from this. Uh, as you uh, go across her face, she attempts to dodge and the, the steel fan slices her cheek open and she releases the horn for just a moment and a chance for you to grab it and you steal it away from her as the blood from her open wound drips down the side of her cheek right there and she was already furious with you in particular may before for helping her be trapped in this room unable to escape and now she looks absolutely bloodthirsty with that we will move to hewn's turn hewn is going to strike and we'll see if she's able to do that because she had a really rough last round. With her passion, she has a 10, so she is going to be able to do one ability. So she is going to strike Yume with her full force. Instead of marking two fatigue, she is going to attempt to mark one fatigue and to shift your balance, but you don't have to take that. You can instead mark two fatigue, but one last time as she strikes you, she is going to say, you use that fan well enough. I don't understand why you just don't know your place. And then she blasts a full arm 
as if swiping across the top of a pool and a huge gust of wind collects and slams into your body. As you're doing that though, I believe that Naya did a defensive move, right? You're going to have a chance right after May responds. So don't forget. So May, what do you do? Do you take two fatigue? It's two fatigue or one fatigue in a condition or one fatigue and shift their balance. Then I will do two fatigue. Okay. So you take two fatigue, but as she shouts at her opponent, Naya, and you see May get hit with this forceful blast of air and you have a chance in her opening of her form to retaliate and hit her. I think I use like the momentum of the cold air and the moisture in the air to try to divert and strike her with my water bending. Okay. So she swings and in her frustrated state, sweat is swinging and flying off of the side of her body. And with that, you take that sweat that's and, and hot air that's coming off of her, that, that moisture in the air and form it into a powerful orb of water. And where do you slam her with it? I think in her, probably her most dominant arm. All right. You hit her in her swinging arm and she'll take another fatigue from you doing so. And next is Wang Shitong. Of course, his form being undecisive. He has grown enormous in size, filling this room. Every one of his feathers is on edge. His kindly spirit face has blackened. His eyes have gone wide. He looks like a dark spirit in this moment and very unhappy. When he goes, he is going to shoot a massive gust of wind with his wings and they are going to surround all of you. So all of you, you don't take any fatigue, but you now all have the trapped condition. None of you can escape the door in the room beyond him. He is blocking the only entrance and his powerful gust has put you far on the other side of the room away from that entrance. Yes, so I'm going to try to bolster my sister because she needs the extra help right now. And I got a plus two, a nine. So you are able to inflict an appropriate status on her. So you can either aid her in some way that helps her remove the trap status from herself, or you can give her either empower, favored, inspired, or prepared. I'm going to empower her so that way she can clear one fatigue. And to do so, I'm going to take from my pack some of those water balls that it's just held together, but then they just pop biodegradable uh, container when you have them in your hand, once you give them some pressure. So I'm just going to fish some of those out of my bag and toss them her way. Okay. And you may clear fatigue, Naya. Eight. So that would be 10. I'm going to test Hune's balance, I think. Bold choice. I like it. So I'm going to mark another fatigue. So I'm going to look at Hune. I'm going to say, what happened to your people is atrocious and nothing may ever make up for that. But don't you want to do better? Don't you want to do better than what they did? There's only one way to move forward. You have to break the cycle and you can do that. You can be better. Hune, for the purposes of this game, has a class like the rest of you. 
She is the adamant. So hers is between restraint and results. You were kind of trying to pull her towards restraint, which you have done successfully in the past in the desert. Using your combat ability, the Invade and Observe, you are able to figure out that her principles are between those two. And if you shift her and you can instead, you can shift her towards restraint, which is what I imagine you want to do. She will refuse to be shifted and she is going to sort of deny, she's denying that call out and what she's going to tell you instead is my first and only concern for my life is that I do what must be done to ensure that my people never go through this tragedy again. She will mark another fatigue. So you get to do something else other than test balance with her. You can test balance with a different foe or bolster, hinder, uh, bolster or hinder or commit. Does anyone have like the most fatigue that I can try yeah. to bolster? I have four fatigue. Okay, I'm going to go. Oh, and yeah. Okay, so I'm going to um, try to bolster May. Okay. May is empowered. So I believe now Naya and May are empowered, right? Oh, okay. So at the end of this round, which will happen after you can finishes, Naya and May will both clear one fatigue automatically at the end of this round of exchange. Okay. Then I'm going to just maneuver my way out using some airbending techniques and flips and stuff to get out of the air wall that he created. So you dip and dodge, sliding in between currents of air coming from Wan Chi Tong until you are face-to-face with him. You look up at the fearsome visage of Wan Chi Tong. Okay, so I rolled a total of five again. (laughs) Oh, wait, it's Uh, a seven. I forgot. I get plus two for Harmon. I guess test balance. I want to see where he stands. You have an idea of what Wan Chi Tong's uh, principles are, but if you ask him a specific question relating to his principles or what you want to know, uh, you may be able to change his beliefs or perspectives. So say something really meaningful to Wan Chi Tong right now before he eviscerates you. Please, great spirit, calm down. You are going to wreck priceless knowledge. If you calm down, we could handle the situation. We're making sure nothing gets damaged. But with these mighty gusts of wind, you are pushing everything around. You are breaking instruments. Please calm your anger so that we could solve this. The wind coming from your words surrounds Wan Shi Tong with a, a golden hue and calms his spirit. His dark visage turns back to that of the giant owl you first met. And he relaxes uh, and his wings return to his side, forming his cloak. And he calms himself enough to lean his head forward until he is eye to eye with you. And he says, you have one minute to leave my library. Do you understand? Yes, thank you. And I do a polite bow. Well, right. I, did, I didn't roll well, so. What did you roll? Two and two plus two, six. Okay, so six. So she pleads with you one last time as she is surrounded and sort of gasping for breath and says, please, I trusted you to get me here. I'm just 
trusting you to help me one more time, please, Naya. Well, you've attacked us and you've attacked my sister and I don't think I can forgive that. She fails to persuade you. You aren't able to do any damage, but she fails to persuade you to come to her side. I'll take a crack at it, seeing as she tried to take my sister onto her side. And I agree with Nye and I say, no way that's happening now. And I'm going to try to strike her with my water gun. Okay. How did you roll? Um, that is with focus, a seven. No, that's with passion. But I, I think you might be able to have the ability to roll. That's a seven. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't adding anything. Okay. So you get to do one basic and you're going to do strike. So I'm going to take out my loaded up water gun with one of those little water pads and shoot it at her. And it's a strong power washing blast. She is going to take the fatigue. She becomes, no matter what she does, whether she takes the fatigue or becomes impaired, your water blast is simply too much. It hits her and she falls to one knee before breathing out. And the last of like, any of those strong gusts of wind that she might have had just kind of release into the air and nothing more comes from the instruments but like a quiet hum. And she says, I give up. Quick, Naya, freeze her legs and let's get out of here. Yeah, I think Naya does that and maybe asked Yuka, give me any more of that rope? Just for extra. I'll pull some rope out and be like, let's go. Reach her legs together and then tie her up. As you're taking her out past one, she He says, you caused some trouble in this library. But if you give me that rope, I may let you back in here. My rope? Yes, I've never seen one like it. That's kind of the last of it. I can make some more. Hmm. And what about that weird, weird ball that you gave your sister? Sure. Got one of those. <laughs> I'll pass him uh, one of the uh, water balls. Hopefully we've gotten at least a written copy of that horn. So at least we know about it. He takes the water ball and it disappears behind his cloak of feathers. And he says, most of you are allowed back in here. If you bring something each time. And with that, you are allowed to leave the library. Wow, I can't believe she tricked us, but to be fair, I'd go anywhere to find some new technology. I can't wait to go back. And I'll be there with you, making sure you stay out of trouble. I still have the horn. Is that okay? <laughs> did we get rid of that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did forget that detail, I guess, <laughs> that you grabbed the horn. I assumed you wouldn't have, I guess, taken it from Wan Chi Tong's library in front of his face. He would have collected it from you. Okay. So we would say that he collects it from you and puts it, hopefully, in a case in the future away from other greedy hands and asks that you don't tell people. Uh, it's important to have a record of all of this knowledge, including this artifact in archives, that maybe it shouldn't be the first thing ready and available for people to find, because not everybody has clearly good intentions in the modern world. He takes the horn from you, and you can travel through the library to escape, assuming that you do surrender it willingly. I do surrender it willingly, and I do give 
my huge warrior fan to him as an apology. And if we all decide to hop on top of Umi's back, we all get to clear one fatigue. Everyone clears all fatigue. If you give him his fan, he will, since you already gave him an item, he will trade you for your sword. And he says to you, I only need one thing per entry. Make sure you save this for the next time you wish to enter my library. I take it and I say thank you and I give a very polite bow. Uh, Since he seems to be making progress with forgiving people and allowing people in the library, which is new for him, and he is giving you the freedom to come and go as you please, he will shift your balance one towards freedom. Before we leave, I'm just going to make sure, I'm I'm just going to ask him, like, are, are you sure you don't want us to help you, like, clean up and put things, like, back where it's supposed to be before we go? Like, I feel so guilty, like, even though it wasn't me who caused this mess, like, I just feel so bad that we messed up this part of the library. He opens his wings, and from his spirit form, a sort of sea of knowledge seekers flood from beneath his cloak and foxes scatter in every direction, reassembling the room. I wouldn't want not experts putting back my lab together either. He allows you to pass, uh, but is grateful that you are so courteous to him and his library. Right. Can we all hop on Umi then? And You can, but we still need one person to roll to guide your intention to travel through the spirit realms. I guess I can try it. I haven't tried it yet, have I? Are can you? I... Sure, go ahead. I was going to say, could I say something like as we're getting onto his back? Sure. Before we depart? I'm, so I'm going to like hop on his back with everyone and say, oh, wow, well, that was exhausting. Does anyone want juice? I, I could really go for some juice. Uh, with that, you head back for some juice. What is our role? It is, do I add anything to it? It's a nine. It's a nine. Are you at your center still? Okay, then no, you're still at your center. So that's a plus one. How many conditions do you have? One. Okay, so that's minus one. So we're back to nine. Uh, You do have a plus one because he loans you a knowledge seeker to show you the way back. So you find easily your way back to the spirit portal. All of you arrive on Umi's back, appearing through the spirit portal, and something is awaiting for you as your vision comes into clear. The world of Republic City looks a little bit busier right here. And greeting you is a bunch of triads who said, we told you we were going to get the boss and we will be right back. Now you got to answer to all of us. And there is an army of triads waiting at your door. And as they are getting ready to like surround you, uh, none other than Tenzin himself flies in and blows them all away with a giant blast of wind. And he speaks, June, I told you specifically not to go in there and you did it anyway. I am absolutely furious with you. That is the last time I let you into my private studies, into my books. You're going to be kicked off this island. I am not hearing it for one last word. You're going to be cleaning the Eastern Air Temple for the rest of your days. Do you understand me? Hune starts pleading with Master Tenzin in front of you, begging him for mercy and trying to explain herself. And Tenzin says, I'm so sorry for what my student has done. 
oh, no worries. I got a fun time at the library. You know, she has a lot of energy. Maybe if you just redirect it into something, that might be worthwhile. Anyways, I am I'm thankful regardless that the spirits weren't further angered by my students' poor choice of actions. And in fact, despite what I've heard, my daughter, Janora, has told me you were able to help some spirits along their journey. So thank you. You know, it is not just the Avatar's duty to bring balance to the world. It is all of ours. So if there's ever anything I can do to repay you for bringing my student back to me and helping avoid some disgrace to the Airbender legacy, I will be happy to help you in the future. Kaida's just looking up, like, kind of awed at Tenzin, uh, and just, well, thank you, Master Tenzin. You know, I have an amazing juice you would love. It's actually based off of you. It's called Vacation Tenzin, and it's supposed to help you relax, but also have fun on vacation. If you want to check it out later, free of charge. And he says, you know, juice doesn't sound bad. I invite you all to Airbender Island to come and have juice with me and the other airbenders. That would be amazing. I'm gonna whisper to Yukine and say, I hope you have another one of those hats because by the end of this night, I want Tenzin wearing it. I guess we're gonna have to stop by the stall first then. <laughs> All right, let's go. With that, Tenzin takes his leave with his student and you head back to the stall. And we close with the five of you gathered around the stall, preparing and recovering with some juice from your long journey through the spirit world. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, the Ocean County Library has tons of books, graphic novels, and more set in that universe. All of these materials are free to access with your library card. Until next time, happy listening.